This episode is sponsored by Midwest Resin Geek on Etsy. My wife and partner, Tracy Amuler, is making dice sets. Are you looking for that perfect set of dice to roll for core? Well, her D6 dice sets are exquisitely made and thoughtfully created with different colors and styles that'll make your role-playing that much more fun. Looking for something a little bit different for your role-playing games that require polyhedral dice? Well, she's got you covered there. She's got classic and gothic font dice that are perfect for any game night. So go to Etsy, look up Midwest Resin Geek, and use the code MFGCAST15 to get 15% off your dice or any other resin presents that you want to give out or something that you want to buy for yourself. So remember, Midwest Resin Geek on Etsy. And thanks for listening. This episode is sponsored by BattleBards. Go to BattleBards.com right now for great tabletop audio. Whether it's fantasy audio, sci-fi audio, noir audio, they've got the audio for you, for your game night, for your podcast, or just to listen to when you're on the go. Right now they've got some free tracks for you to listen to, but also they've got a great deal, monthly and yearly. For a great price, you can get great tabletop audio at the click of a button. So make sure you go to v2.battlebards.com to get that great tabletop audio. And thank you to BattleBards for being a sponsor for our podcast. And thank you for listening. This episode contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. You know, so we've established that, you know, with all your thieving and the Thieves Guild, that there are these locks that they drop off if you've been invited to it or invited to be initiated. So for Keurig slash this Aladdin-ish character at the moment. I think his, I think the persona's name is actually Apu. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) So... Do you do, do you, you know, you said you have a checklist with making, making your place safe. So do you also do a check to see if anything's been left for you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Every, I do a sweep before I decide if I'm going to sleep there tonight. Okay. I call it my sweep sleep. Nice. Nice. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, So I want you to roll me an investigation. Let me do that for you. Uh, fun fact: My investigation uh, is literally is, is a zero, so this is going to work out. <laughs> nope, I rolled an eighteen. Things are happening, so I got an eighteen total. Nice. So I'm going to say that in this abandoned building, there is a um, what used to be a almost like a uh, hanging lamp that used to be filled with oil that would light up for you. Uh, or would light up for the place, but is basically in ruins and just kind of dangling. And you see a little bit of a shine in the moonlight coming out of one of the windows in the building. Hmm. 
I would definitely go over to it and investigate that. Okay. So so you actually find this little lock. It's about the size of let's see, what's the smallest coin? Like a copper? Um, Dime. I, <laughs> I don't know what the size of the coins are. Actually, I don't. Yeah, I don't know because don't like an uh, like an, uh, a British penny is big yeah. compared to like some yeah. other. So so it's whatever does you this say. Thing have yeah, yeah. does this thing have? If I look at inventory and I go to, it might have like the oh here's a, the money thing. I'm gonna say this. It looks the, the silver piece is like a triangle. Oh, interesting. So it might have less. Less, less surface area than a copper piece, which is like yeah. a square. Yeah. At least in the pictures and in beyond. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's just say it is a lock the size of a copper piece. Cool. And it has, let's just say it almost looks, it looks like a, what you would know, like a regular lock that you would put on like a locker in real life. Nice. Um, But smaller. And it is bronze in color all over the where the kind of loop that goes around the lock to lock it into the mechanism underneath has what looks to be um, five different lock picks infused into the top of this lock. And then there is a, what looks to be like a keyhole into the center of the actual uh, body of the lock, basically. And with all of those lock picks, they are wedged into that keyhole. Interesting. I would take a few minutes to kind of take it in. I would be turning it in my hands, feeling it. And, you know, as I've sort of like taught myself to do with things like this is to kind of be good, be good with my hands and try to figure it out. And if I, if I land on these lock picks, I mean, I absolutely would try and, you know, I'll just say something like, oh, interesting. And I would attempt to uh, use the lock picks to unlock it for sure. Yeah. I want you to roll and God, would it be another investigation? Well, sleight of hand is what we use for lock picking nowadays. Actually, it's not for that. It's for noticing more of what's... Then, yeah, investigation for shizzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why don't we... Why don't you do that? I've done it, and I rolled a two. So here we go. (laughs) Now we're doing it. Now we're playing the game. Now we're playing D&D. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you, yeah, you're just kind of studying. You kind of flip it around. You kind of look inside the keyhole. You look, you you kind of pull on the on the loop or whatever, and it's not. It doesn't really come unlocked. What do you do next? So, because I found this in the place where I sleep, and I know that it's not mine, I, I put it in my pocket and I leave. I don't. Someone's <laughs> been in here. Someone bypassed all my shit. I'm out. I'm not staying here. It's, it, this has now. This is now compromised space. And I go to one of my other, I go to a, where do I go? <laughs> I almost went kind of dark with this. Never mind. So I go, what I do. He murders well, everybody. That's... No, I, well, let me just, so I, what I do is I go, no, I, I switch into a, in, I switch. Uh, all right. If this, if this is, if this, if this is ridiculous, just tell me I, I, what I do is I, I go to the home of, Sorgan string whistle, which is my human sort of like my human musician that I do sort of more rock and rollish type stuff. Mm-hmm. And he has a home in my God, stop me. Uh, he, <laughs> he has a home in a cart 
and I I will make the trek regardless of time. I don't really know this is the space that like I don't know the distance between Noge and the cart necessarily, but I uh, I would right be, next to each other, so it wouldn't right, be, okay. It wouldn't be I would go to his house, which I never ever stay at. It's always empty, and I always try to make sure of that. So it's like, oh yeah, this is the home of this is the home of Sorg and String Whistle, and we've never seen him there. It's like, like it's almost kind of like that. I've I've built up the thing that it's not his main house. He lives somewhere else, and he keeps it a secret. But like, this is a property that he owns. Yeah. So I go there. That's okay. where I go because I. It's like my. It's like my last. It's it's like the place I'll go when I feel compromised in, to, to a point that it's too dangerous to not use it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'll do. Okay. And are you going to, are you going to do anything with the lock? I'm going to keep it. Oh, I'm keeping it. You're for just sure. going to, you're just going to, well, yeah, if, this, if I get and, nothing else from it, if messing yeah. around with it yields me nothing, which the role would indicate, then yep. I would keep it uh, because it's curious to me that, that whoever put this in my, my secret place got in without alerting, without without tripping any of my various whatevers. So uh, it's curious to me. So I'm going to keep it, to keep it and, and do some more thinking on it. But I, I go to uh, Sorg and String Whistle's manse. What were you going to say, John? I mean, obviously it's up to you. By raw, right? Like, So if you're under no distress in making a roll, it's assumed over a period of time if you just kept rolling fucking with a thing that you would crit on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, so then it's up to you if, like, if he's under no pressure and has the rest of the night to mess around with it, that he succeeds at finding the other thing and unlocking the lock because no one's shooting at him. No one, you know what I mean? Like, oh, but, like but, the take a 20 thing or take yeah, a 10 yeah, yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. but yeah, and, and, I mean, and, that, and that's up to John because that's why I asked, like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, so are, are you going to mess with it or are you just going to go to bed? Like, that's why I asked the question. So, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. that's good. So, here's what, so I'll, I'll, I'll change the, I'll, I'll change the scenario in a way mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'll say, so I initially try, I find nothing. I'm free. I, I'm, I'm, I say, well, this is fucked. I, I pocket it and I leave because someone got in here. When I got bet, when I get to, when I get to Sorgan String Whistles, whatever his name is, <laughs> when I get to his mats, I would probably pull it out and and mess with it again. I mean, I it, now that I'm, I feel like I'm in a safe place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I'm going to say then is going with Haremza's theory, which is it's fine that you kind of mess with or you kind of look at the lock picks, and as you look a little closer and you like you find, let's say like a like a uh, oil lamp. And you look inside the lock. You realize, are in the keyhole. You realize that there are cert- there are five different notes written on each uh, lockpick. And you realize after a bit that when you put those together, actually is the start of one of your songs. So then you know if you pull those in sequential order that you will unlock the lock. There's like a rush, like I feel a rush of excitement <laughs> that I, and. I, it's a nervous excitement, but it's like, you know, it's like a, I'm so intrigued that it's very difficult. I immediately do it immediately. Yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even think about any consequences. Just the fact that it's, I could tell that it's one of my, it's the beginning of one of my songs. I immediately do it. Not yeah, even yeah. thinking. Yeah. So it, 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 it doesn't make a loud sound. It makes a almost poetic and melodic. <laughs> 
and opens for you. And when you open the lock, it forces itself, the arch part, basically, it forces itself and points in a direction and it vibrates. So almost like it's pulling you in a direction. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, because in, in, in effect, I've, I've come to Sorgan String Whistle's Mance sort of quickly and without taking the, my own standard of precaution here. I've realized that I've so, I've sort of burnt this location for myself. I basically gear up. <laughs> so I've got on, I, I change out of my performance clothing and I put on some sort of like leatherish armor that I have. And uh, I strike out in the direction of the locket. I'm not sleeping tonight. Okay. All right. We'll go back to Black Claws. So, hey. oh, <laughs> I was like, how do I start? Um, so, yeah. So you end up, what did you say? You, you have a place where you stay. Yeah, so because everything for me has happened recently, he hasn't like established. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, like this is my place now that I live at while I'm doing other stuff. Like he's just been kind of floating. Yeah. Uh, but he's been staying at the same inn, we'll say, for like the last, you know, week or so. Okay. So, so wh- is, where is that at? Um, It's probably in Noge. Okay. No, no point in being by the Warlocks College anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or or being in uh, I you know Eckhart because he's not really welcome. I mean, not that he's not welcome in Eckhart, but like obviously he's not going home. Yeah, so like he's 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 just dipping a couple different places. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you so you head into the tavern and the ta- or the tavern you head into the inn, and the owner of the inn is actually up very late doing some bookkeeping. And uh, he looks at you and says, Ah, my friend, good to see you again. It's very good to see you as well. You're burning the midnight oil tonight, it seems. Ah, yes. Business has been good, so I must must go over the books. Very curious. A friend asked for you. A friend for me? And he, like, instinctively just kind of, like, turns and looks over his shoulder. (laughs) Yes, a, vi- a very, a very, hmm, what's the word? A very large fellow. Very, a very, hmm, broguish, very strong fellow. And he said that he was looking for a Mr. Black Claws. And I said, hmm, I haven't seen of him lately. And he went to knock on your chamber door, regardless of what I have told him. Sounds like a matter for the uh, the town watch, perhaps. Well, you know, it's very curious. As soon as he came back down, he was very cordial, very nice. And he t- he said that he left something for you. His his eyes narrow, the pupils get real small, and his ears start like the radar thing. And he says, uh, what did my friend look like like, you know, like not just big like you know is he that dark complected is he human is he you know like what would he look like yeah, you know, yeah, is it someone sure. that i'm familiar with yeah yeah it's no one you're familiar with it is a large ogre type looking fellow you know like i said he's just like big not only is he like massive like muscles but kind of overweight too mm. um 
and then just yeah, just look to uh not dress very well, very smelly. So you can already tell right away that you can smell his fragrance and it's nothing that you recognize. Mm, okay. He fishes in his coin purse and you know slides a gold across the desk at him. And he says, "Well, I uh apologize for any inconvenience that this may have caused you." You know, it was no inconvenience, my friend. The only thing I may have to look at is my what they call them steps, yeah, my steps. So you kind of look at the steps, and the steps look like some large person has just put their foot like footprints are like smashed into mm. his wood steps. Right, right. And it's it's not a purpose thing. It doesn't look like it, you know, by the sound of his voice. It just sounds like he's just a big dude and he just destroys things sometimes. And that's just what happens. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he would make a little bit more small talk maybe. And then, uh, you know, again, sort of cast about to make sure that there wasn't someone around. Yeah. Uh, or, or at least somebody out of place. Right. Like, yeah. Obviously yeah, wh- somebody might be sleeping by the fire or like having a, you know, late nightcap or whatever, but like, you know. Yeah, sure. Roll me a perception check. All right. Uh, That is going to be an eight. Okay. Yeah, you don't notice anything else out of of the ordinary. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, you two Uh, are the only two right now that are there, that are, you know, awake. He, uh, yeah, he he heads heads upstairs. Okay. Or or wherever his room is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So (laughs) it actually is upstairs. All of the... Oh, yeah, that makes sense, right? It'd be above the end. Yep, yeah, yep. for sure. And so at a certain point as you're going up these stairs, it kind of it's almost like a circular kind of stairs that go up. At a certain point, the smashing of the steps actually stops and hmm. nothing looks disturbed as you get to the door of your room. Okay. He, he takes the steps very slow and very quietly because he's the cat and, you know, he, he's... Like, head on a swivel, right? Like, I don't know who this person is. There's no reason for the be, you know, for them to be here and why the change in demeanor. He, at this point, probably has a dagger out, like, in his hand, but in his sleeve. Um, you know, in case a regular patron walked out, like, he doesn't want to be walking around with a dagger. Because, like, then they call the guard. Because, like, who the fuck is this guy trying to stab somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's also prepared, right? Like, he, he's, th- this is not the first time something like this has probably happened (laughs) yeah exactly are you going to go in the door are you going to investigate what what the door looks like before you enter how are you going to do that yeah i mean i think he would stop he would probably you know listen at the door he would check the handle make sure it's still locked you know he you know does anything smell weird like is the scent of this person consistent throughout like does it change after the foot the stompy feet stop, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Why don't you roll me an investigation? I would love to do that thing. Uh, that is, and I can't fucking see. It's a 17. Okay. Total. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a few things you still smell the smelly orc smell. The door looks to be not disturbed, but it's, it smells like the smell is inside even. Hmm. Okay. Um, is the door locked still? Right, because I wouldn't know if he unlocked it and relocked it. 
I just know whether it's locked or not. Yeah, right. for sure. I mean, that's the yeah, thing. yeah. So if you try, if you try the handle, it is still locked. Okay. He takes out the key and he needs the dagger because I'm a warlock. I don't even know why I drew a dagger out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and begins, I say mumbling, but like uttering the the words of the true spot, true strike cantrip. In okay. case someone is in the room. Okay, so what is the True Strike cantrip? Uh, let me th- let's close my sheet. Let me pull it back up. Uh, true Strike, it has a 30-foot range. It is concentration up to one round, and it gives me advantage on the first attack roll on my next turn. I think there's more description in the book, but essentially, like, you gain, like, the way that I'm flavoring it is that my, uh, you know, pact with this great old one uh, gives me you know, sort of this, uh, you know, psychic insight into, you know, this whatever the being is, mm-hmm. um, almost like, um, you know, like a sanity shredding sort of like I can see into their soul or whatever. Nice. Nice. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, question. Does your door open in or out? Uh, I assume door opens in. Okay. Right, like, a, like a regular hotel, right? I assume an old inn would be sort of the same way. For sure. So I would like you to roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, that is a 15. Okay. All right. So you start to open the door and you realize that there is a magic. Uh, you start to open the door and you realize that there is some sort of magic that is making itself into a line, almost like a sensor, like you would see like in a, like, spy movie or something like that where it looks like Red a laser, laser that's when yeah. ready to be tripped. Right, right, right. And you stop. Can I make an arcana check to sure. see if I recognize what this is? Sure. All right. Um, arcana plus two. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an eight total. Okay. All right. Um, so you, yeah, you don't know for sure. You just know that it's probably not something you're going to want to trip. Um, I don't have anything to dispel that. Uh, I don't. I'll give you this. Go ahead. If you if you shimmy sideways, you could probably jump over it, but I would have to have you roll a dexterity check. Uh, I am wondering. Does it? Do I get the impression? I only got eight on the roll. Um, do I get the impression that it covers the door or it's literally like a trip? No, it's wire? literally like a trip wire. You can see it. You can basically see it with your own eyes. Okay. So then, then I will posit this. He, because I am a tabaxi, uh, I have a climb speed of 20 feet. So what I would like to do is just sort of latch on <laughs> to the door and just sort of scoot in and over. Uh, right? Like, he's not climbing the wall, but, like, uh, if it, if it's literally, like, a tripwire, is it, like, just latch on claws? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, All right. And- you can try that. I will have you still make a dexterity check. Because if you're you're heavy... And you might still make the door move. Oh, because the door's not all the way open, right? No. 
Okay, okay. All right, well, no, I'll scratch it. Then that doesn't make any sense. Like, I the door open. I do I know whether or not the rooms to either side of me are occupied? I mean, would I see that in, you know, I've been here for a week. Yeah. Uh, you would assume that they're both occupied, yes. Both occupied. Okay. Yes. Um, I think. I could give you this. Take it or leave it. You could climb the door frame and, and then climb the wall and then jump over it. Well, what I was thinking about was just going back outside and climbing the wall. <laughs> Coming in through <laughs> the nice. window. Hey, you can do that too. I, I think he probably does that. Okay. Um, the window may also be, you know, warded or guarded or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think he's willing to take that chance. Okay. So he pulls the door shut, you know, open the crack that it is, pulls it back shut. And... Yeah, makes his way back downstairs. And uh, if the you know if the guy is still there, he'd be like, "Oh, I, I, uh, I, I forgot that I, uh, I need to grab something or whatever." You know, if the guy even says anything, yeah, yeah, no, he, like, oh, yeah. He, he literally like is he's just kind of like ah, my friend, and he like did like doesn't even care. He's like he sees people coming in and out all the time at all times of the hour. He doesn't care right. as long as it's- or if that guy left me something, whatever. Like, oh yeah, he's gonna go do whatever bullshit he's up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He just gave me a gold coin. I don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> yeah, so he so he goes back outside, you know, counts over and, you know, climbs the wall and yep. up up to the window. Yep. Uh, roll me another investigation check. All right. This one with an advantage. Nope. Because you know what you're, you're kind of looking for. Oh, uh, that's a good thing because one of them was a one. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be a... 13 because I have a plus two in investigation. Okay. Yeah, there's there d- there seems to be no wards on this window. All right. Then he uh, inserts a claw into the lock and picks the lock and uh, you know climbs up into his room. Nice. Yep. So you climb into the room. You can actually tell from the window that no one is inside, but the <laughs> smell is horrendous. He leaves the door. He leaves the windows open. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, I feel like we're just doing this a ton. Do another investigation check for me. Okay. This is what we're doing, though. Uh, it's going to be 16 total. Okay. I'm all over the place. <laughs> nice. So you notice, so you notice this little, this magical tripwire that you have. And on one side, just above that tripwire, you can see something shiny above it. He like probably just stares at it, you know, for a long minute. Because mm-hmm. that seems odd, right? Like it should just be some magical thing. Like, what's this other thing? Like, maybe this is worse. <laughs> <laughs> but but then like the curiosity gets the better of him. And again, his eyes get real fucking big and it's you know kind of dark in here. And he, you know, very cautiously approaches but like his whiskers are twitching and uh you know the the claws on his one hand like he's just flexing the you know his finger you know fingers paws whatever and his you know claws are coming in and out in and out like and he's just trying to like do i do i grab it what is it like you know what and, and you know until he gets closer to be able to like really see what it is yeah yeah for sure so you kind of stare at the magic and you stare at the shiny and you realize that the little trip wire thing is actually a very old technique 
of magic where to help ward out uh, certain foes or people that are trying to break in. It's basically, it's called Phantom Arrow. <laughs> don't don't look it up. It's what I made up. And it's basically, if you trip it, a phantom magical arrow will shoot out and and hit you. This mm. one was actually pointed at like what would be like your ankle, basically. Mm. So you, you know, in your kind of infinite wisdom, you just kind of take one of your old books that you don't really care about. You kind of throw it at it and it, flunk, and it hits the thing. And you realize that it's a good thing because the the lock was actually kind of in line with it. So if you would have removed that, that might have set that off too. But who knows? Maybe something else might have happened. It was It's sitting almost on a little ledge that yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. made for this lock. And right, you right. see that it is it is a lock. You see something very similar to what uh Nero's Carrick. Yep. Carrick. Yep. Uh Carrick found. Um, except yours is a little different. Yours has the same five lock picks that are just kind of hanging out of that spot. But at taking a closer look inside of the keyhole, you can see that there are very there's like seven little almost little holes that are inside of this lock he's he's fascinated now right like that like you don't stick all the lock picks in the lock right like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's he has to figure out how this thing works now like he he won't he won't do anything else until he figures this out yeah yeah exactly and as you kind of study and like you're just kind of looking at it and you still just kind of take your time with it. And um, you see that each of the lock picks on the tips of them have certain colors. And the holes in the lock also have certain colors. and But also they have certain numbers that go from one to seven in the elven language. And as you take these and you decide to make them kind of connect one to two, two to three, three to four, and so on to seven, it makes a symbol. It actually makes a symbol that you've made before in your past. And it just, it kind of like confuses you and also angers you a little bit, also makes you cautious. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you do that, the lock unlocks, and the locking mechanism, you know, sp- turns to the right and stops and vibrates like it's trying to pull you in a certain direction. Hmm. He, uh, he like, holds it out on his paw and just kind of, like, stares at it, you know, sensing this vibration. And And then it occurs to him, like, oh, shit. Like, did anybody steal my stuff, right? Like... Uh, cause his armor's in here. Like, you know, he's got his gold and stuff on him, but like, you know, he's, he's got trinkets and baubles and, you know, stuff he's probably stolen or picked up or whatever. Um, and, you know, sort of cast about the room to see if his things are here still. Yeah. So, um, as far as you know, it doesn't look like anything's been stolen, but you look in a certain corner of one of the rooms and you realize that the orc is actually Left you a present. He shit on the floor. He shit on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, he's just, he shakes his head and his nose wrinkles 
and he, I think he probably, I think he puts his armor on and grabs up, like his pack is in there. So like it's open and there's like stuff hanging out of it. And there's like, you know, other fine clothes and, uh, you know, just, just the things that he's acquired or left home with or whatever um, and packs everything up. And I, I think he follows the lock then, right? Like, again, like, you know, like, like Carrick, like someone's been in my place now. Like I, like I, that's not acceptable. <laughs> not, not so much in, in the same way that, that Carrick isn't like his place is burnt. He's like, no, now I'm, I am angry now that someone has been in, not only been in here, but shit on the, pl- on the floor. Like I sleep here. <laughs> You know, somebody's like, you know, they're my friend, but they're, I don't know who this is. Like, it's a whole, like, it's a thing now. Is that the canon? That it's shit? (laughs) It's work shit? Okay. (laughs) Because I'm a child. Fades into the background. (laughs) Yeah, so so he he, he gets all the stuff going, like, cinches up the pack, and, like, he's, you know, he walks out the door, and, uh, I, you know, if, if the if the owner is still downstairs, he says, "Um, the uh, gentleman, shall we say, has left a um, a mess in the room. I believe that the uh, gold should cover it." And like the the owner of the inn just kind of shakes his head, and he's like, mm, "I had a feeling something like this would happen. I'm so sorry, my friend." I will make sure that my son will clean it up for you. And he kind of like gives you like a smile. Like he's not going to clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) He says, uh, you have my apologies. I, uh, I will settle with you, uh, tomorrow. I, uh, must unfortunately find new accommodations. I'm sorry that it has come to this, my friend, but I know how the, how the weary wanderer, flows so i will not i will not take it personally no i no uh ill will towards you uh, some people are uh, less than cultured shall we say i i do agree with you until we meet again indeed all right cinches his pack and heads out the door <laughs> nice so we do a lord of the rings like just watch a lot of watch walking and stuff like that <laughs> You come to the blocks, bring you both to a very dark corner of Noge. Again, you've heard tale of a thieves guild. You've heard a tale of it being a very exclusive guild that only a select few have been chosen to be a part of it. You come to a building that is very nondescript. It's not very big. It's not very small. It has no windows. It only has one door. What do you do? Can I make a street? So, like, as as this is happening, right? Like, we're each individually coming, you know, from our respective places and mm-hmm. and, and heading here. Can I make a streetwise check to uh, just sort of mull over what I may or may not know about what's happening? So we we changed this- on that. So you know. Uh, kicking around like growing up in this six point area 
you know, you're like vaguely familiar with things that are happening. Like we know this district does this thing and, you know, this district does this thing. Do I, you know, and now sort of being more on the street, so to, so to speak for the last, you know, two months or whatever. Um, have I heard, I mean, you just said we, we vaguely know that there's a, a thieves guild. Well, I don't know. I guess the street why was giving me everything you just told me. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you roll a streetwise and I'll give you, I'll give you that information. There, no. Oh, 19 nice. plus, uh, I think plus two. Hold on. Okay. Oh no. Plus five, baby. 24. Okay. I know the guy who runs this joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you, here last night. <laughs> you know that that this is where the Thieves Guild meets. You know it is it is run by a very you know it's run by a very mm, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Oh, I'm trying to think of like not guarded, but like not it's like you know that somebody runs it, but they're mysterious. There we go. Mm-hmm. You know it's run by a very mysterious figure. You know it's very hard to get in and Without, and you also know that no one has ever been caught from the Thieves Guild and that no one's been able to penetrate this building without an invitation. Okay. So then, then I can reasonably make the assumption that this, this is an invitation from, from this group. Yes. Okay. And I, and maybe like they're, like you said, we, we've stolen things before. Maybe like we put out feelers. For like, oh, I'm looking for work, quote unquote, you know, sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. In in the in the proper channels, like with a you know plus five and streetwise, mm-hmm. uh, you know, drop the proper hints here or like you know whatever to yeah. to, to 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 be available, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So as you approach the door, I want you to roll me a perception check with advantage. Ooh. A one and a three. So I got a five. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're doing it. Now we're playing. (laughs) So you, for some reason, are so enamored in, you know, what the Thieves Guild means and what is happening. You don't realize that another being is close to you. It's a bullywug. (laughs) That's what you want to call yourself. Yes. I'm a bully. I'm in a bully. Well, I changed to a bully. Wug. Uh, I, I think like, as you approach them, I'm, I'm startled, uh, at, you know, and I sort of, you know, do that shit where the, like, you know, cat, like, just like freaks the fuck out, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I guess as you approach closer, you know, you probably just hear like, well, did you, did you succeed? Well, I would smell you regardless, right? Like yeah. that's because I'm in. Okay. All right. Okay. He just didn't it. see you. So he scared so the you, shit out of him. You, yeah. 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 Because I'm off to the side, I'm observing the door. I'm in the shadows. I'm in the in the shadows of, by the door, and I probably just like walk right up to the door. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is the fucking place. And, and he's looking me. at the lock, and he's looking at the thing, and like, oh, that's pretty neat. Like, they have the colors in there. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I just just staring up at you, <laughs> not moving, not saying anything, and I'm confused because it's a bullywog, but like, there's something so familiar, and then it it hits me. And like eyes, you know, like ears forward, tail erect, eyes, you know, widen. And he just looks at you and says, Soot? Oh, shit. (laughs) 
And if so, a cat can look confused, he looks confused. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 when it, when he says my name, I feel like it. I feel, that's a significant thing, and I, I, uh, I, I, I think you might actually see a flash of, uh, like, it's it's a it's a it's a significant thing that sort of throws soot, and uh, for the, there's a moment where like I flash into that 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 form that you've seen before, mm-hmm. and I very quickly. I, I like shake it off and I stumble back a little bit and I get some distance from you. I don't I don't think I have a very good memory of that night because I think I like I I would think I would just kind of play it off as quickly as pot just try to forget about it. And now all of a sudden you're standing before me again. So I, I I stumble back and and I try to like get back into the into the bullywug form and that I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I swear this is such. What is it? And, and I'm avoiding eye contact at all costs. And like he he holds his palm up with the lock in it, and he says, "Is this your doing?" I I so it doesn't say anything. He just holds out his palm and shows you the same locket that he has, and just looks up at you and squints in this like malformed bullywug. Yeah, like one <laughs> eye. Yeah, one eye goes and the other one goes beep, beep. <laughs> just trying so hard to keep the facade up. He uh I was about to ask you the same thing. He he looks around, right? Like is this like now is this a setup, right? So he I mean you've stepped away, but he also like takes a step back and then sort of looks around and you know again the ears start moving around to like is someone sneaking up like what like what is this now because he like he he knows right like it's i mean you don't i guess i I mean you know yeah i'm not yes it's not even he's not giving anything away i don't like I'm I'm playing it off like you didn't notice that you saying my name fucked with me, right, right, right. And I like the, like one of the eyes is kind of droopy. Like it's not a bad. <laughs> I'm not I'm not as put together as I was <laughs> a moment ago. Well, the stitching is, it... is undone, and you're <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> my bully bug suit is coming undone. <laughs> um, I I think he's just like kind of perplexed. Like I think he looks at you. He looks at the lock. He looks at the door. He looks around. And then, like he, like he checks himself, right? Because he didn't see you right away, right? So he kind of like, <laughs> pats himself down, like, "All right, that's fine." And he says, uh, "What, what do you know of this? How did you come across we, well, this we both, thing? We, we both have the locket. I found it in my, in my, in my hide, my hidey hole, which I'll never go back to. By the way, you'll never find me there again." Like, I, I think he feels sort like, of like, squint at you, it. like yeah, you yeah. put it there, didn't you? No, did you see who left yours? No, I don't. no. Curi- curiosity has overtaken curiosity me. Curiosity, what? Oh, and overtaken me, and I, uh, I find my uh, the drawer of, of this of, of this rocket was too much for me to overcome. And, so now and- I'm here. Uh, oh, God. The, the pendant around his neck, like you see, like a soft glow from like his neck when you like curiosity 
like yeah the pendant starts to glow a little bit oh god i do you think that pendant glowed that night that you caught me maybe because i i'm yeah, flavoring that, that the, 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 yeah. the pendant is the the arcane focus i think so that i sort of like stand up straight and and now my voice gets a little less bully wuggish and it was you it was you it was you you caught me that night you cat person you i what what is this what and now i'm and looking around frantically like this is this is definitely a setup this is your doing you got into my into my home and this will not stand and then uh you know I, i'm getting uppity Again, no. I, like I think the in, the instinct is to look around, right? Like, because now we're right. starting to make a scene. <laughs> like, yeah, is there yeah. a fucking def- I'm around? definitely getting loud. This, yeah. I am going to disappear. You will never see me ever again. <laughs> well, to be fair to you, I haven't seen or smelled you since that night. Of course, that's how I know that it was you. That it is you. This is unacceptable. This, this, this is unacceptable. For the for, for for my day to day, you can't know me. This isn't something that I'm going to I'm going to abide. I'm going to get to the bottom of this, and and uh, I I'm going to walk up to the door, and I'm going to try to open it. This as I walk up to the door, I'm looking back at you, and I and I'm saying, "This is over tonight. I am ending this, and you and I we will part ways now forever, and you will forget you ever knew me or ever saw me." And I I go and I try to open the door. So before you go to open the door, <laughs> the door magically disappears. Damn it! <laughs> and the doorway is still present, but it is pitch dark inside. Oh, so the door the door doesn't disappear and that there's no entrance anymore. The door disappears and you could completely, get, but you can get. see that you can enter through the doorway. There's just no door there. Well, if it wasn't you, I'm gonna find out who it was. And I'm going to put an end to it. And I step into the darkness. I, so like Black Claws does not move like move to prevent you to do any of those things because if something bad is going to happen, it's going to happen to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as you uh, approach the door, he kind of like stands and watches. And as the door disappears and you start to walk in, assuming that you don't explode or whatever, uh, he then will follow you in into the building. Nice. So as... Kirik slash soot slash everyone else walks <laughs> through the entrance into the darkness. It's almost like getting sucked into a vacuum. There's no noise. And Black Claws follows his way in. And as you head into the darkness, you come out into the light. Notes. <laughs> um. And I'm, I'm a couple of paces behind him, right? Like, I'm assuming that uh, he's still muttering, and I'm just, like, I'm trying to take it all in, right? Because not only is it potentially a dangerous situation, it's also interesting and curious that, you know what I mean? Like, it, it has all of my attention. <laughs> <laughs> so in th- inside the Thieves' Guild of Noj, it's very simple, clean, and even a little haunting. Made of hard, slick limestone with torches perfectly strewn about the keep. The limestone is also covered in runes on every stone. In the back of the keep is only two things. A very large plain wooden chair 
and a glorious tiny throne made out of smooth diamonds. And as you approach these things, you see that in the large plain wooden chair is what it seems to be a about a six foot five Koa Toa fish person uh, dressed in uh, leather pants and a leather jacket with an undershirt of green with a, a lime green tie above or on top of the Koatoa's head it looks to be a long elongated black helmet or actually not black but silver helm that has five distinct scars going diagonal across the faceplate there's no not a place for eyes nose or mouth or ears Sitting next to this being is a very tiny, a very small fox, the color of purple and pink, with a very long, illustrious tail with tattoos of what looks to be triangles. At the end, a star with a circle around the star. Uh, Also adorned is a very intricate, um, what looks to be a tattoo of a certain kind of lock adorned on the center of their forehead. And the Koatoa speaks to you and says, Welcome, gentlemen, to the Thieves' Guild of Noge. podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.